Hello, listeners. This is your host and game master, Kat. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this silly, somewhat indulgent episode. We'll be back soon with our normal programming. But in the meantime, enjoy this very 80s episode. I even went so far as to find a power ballad for the prom scene. It's extremely good. Now on to our regular plugs. If you'd like to hear more from the crew of the Aurum, you can do so by checking out our other podcasts, Unsound Theories and Marking Out with My Girlfriend. Marking Out also broadcasts live every other Friday at twitch.tv slash sosaysmedia. You can catch the VOD a few days later on our YouTube. The link is in the show notes. If you'd like to support us, there are a few ways you can do that. First and foremost, you could tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is what podcasts are built on, and getting a friend to listen along with you is an exciting way to be a part of the process. The other thing you can do that really, truly helps us is to leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Every five-star review helps new people find the show and gets us closer to being able to make even better content for you. Speaking of which... If you would like to contribute financially, that would mean the world to us. By supporting us on Patreon for even as little as a dollar, you can help us grow in what we're able to do and how frequently we do it. If you'd like to contribute, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash sosaysmedia. There you'll find exclusive Patreon cuts of some of our shows and the special bonus one-shots that we produce monthly. Before I take you into the episode, I did want to plug one little thing that I'm doing that's very exciting. On Tuesday, that is this coming Tuesday, February 2nd, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be playing Keepers of the Cards alongside some very wonderful people on the Roll20 app Twitch channel. Go to twitch.tv slash roll20app to see two hours of some really, really beautiful and evocative gameplay about magical girls and boys. I hope you come tune in, but with all that out of the way... Let's go back a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Well, the way I hear it, there's an Imperial Inquisitor coming to the Academy, and they're going to choose someone to be their new Padawan. I don't think it works like that anymore. Um, Everyone rushes out and you see basically a fallen propaganda poster. Someone's painting a rebel symbol on the poster. You're right. That's... Hmm. Interesting. They might have a rebel in Oider Academy. (laughs) How would you know what a rebel symbol looks like? Hmm? Because we paid attention in class. Two of you will be teaming with our newest cadet. Sunovit, meet Plexutzel and Trollivat. I'm very disappointed in you, Sleetzel, that you would come to me and accuse Cadet Lundek of treasonous activities and then to find video footage of you committing the activity. I... I, I'm not sure I understand, sir. Why did you do it? He turns around and hits like a button on a hollow projector. We see a video of someone who looks remarkably like Plex graffitiing the wall outside of the classroom. If you so boldly claim that this wasn't you, 
you'd better find out who did it. I'd say before the Inquisitor gets here. That will call your deadline. I know you're not one to miss deadlines, Miss Schlitzel. Okay. Start with, maybe we need the security tapes. That would be a good place to start. Um, not, not just outside the tactics room, but like around it too. Yeah, have you ever sliced a security system like that? Uh, just for what's going to happen with her is that um, we'll we'll do like because you know this isn't our episode of Rebels. This is an episode of the Plex Show. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll s- stick with Plex. Um, a, a very odd concept to me. Basically, what happens here is that um, she meets up with a droid. And gives the droid the instructions to enter the security room and download the footage. What does the droid look like? It's an astromech, a C series astromech. It's literally chopper. Wop 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 Yeah, she has chopper get the data for you and bring it back to her, and then using that. She goes in and loops the footage and has that re-uploaded. So instead of anything that would incriminate her, because she's obviously the one who did it, mm-hmm. it's just looping footage of the time of the incident with the right timestamps and everything like that. So it looks like no one was there when the graffiti happened. There's kind of a little bit of evidence of cover-up. Mm-hmm. Um, Plex, you give me... A cool check. Okay. Just that straight would... dice or? No, this is going to be a. Actually, no, not cool. Sorry. Could you do computers? I think that's the same role for me. Okay. It'll be a. Oh, no. I got more computers. Cool, cool, cool. It'll be <laughs> a average computers check. Two successes. Okay. So you are able to get data on hollow shopping. Like, manuals and like signs to look out for and things like that uh that doesn't set off any alerts nobody knows you downloaded these points of data you know you got a secure line for it and everything like that but i had a very good vpn while you're in the library doing your investigation davin approaches do you hide what you're reading plex just has like a dozen windows open of just a bunch of different things mm-hmm. on the data pad. She's like scrolling through and then just like goes to a different one that kind of buries the hollow editing software stuff. Okay. Yeah. Roll. You had a plan for it. So I'm going to say roll coordination versus perception, but you'll get a blue die. Okay. Where is success? Two successes and a triumph. One success okay. and three advantages. I think you just straight up completely outrolled her, huh? You had an additional success and a triumph. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, David sees exactly what you're trying to do, and what you had up. So, like, they see through, 
everything like they they see through your cover up and also notice the data that you're looking at. Oh, tisk tisk, young Plex. What are we up to now? Excuse me. <laughs> you're going to try to lie your way through this one again. I saw what you were doing. I'm studying. Studying how to manipulate hollow tapes. We all need hobbies, Davin. <laughs> That's the weakest excuse I've ever heard. Davin. Yes. What is my major here? I don't give a criff. What I saw was you manipulating hollow footage. No, you saw me reading about manipulating hollow footage. Oh, please. Davin. Schlitzel. Propagation is a very intense study. It requires several different avenues of approach. Hollow manipulation is just one that is very simple for most people. She's like looking them up and down. Like most people to pick up. Tell you what, you do something for me and I don't report you to the Commandant. And what would that something be? Well, I know you've been spending a lot of time with Suna. I was just wondering if you could tell me, like, what she enjoys, what sort of food she likes, that sort of thing. You... you want me to get you a date? Well, I mean, if... now that you put it that way, yes, I find myself rather taken with her. So we'll call it that, since you brought it up. You get me a date with Sunavit. I don't report this to the Commandant. Fine. I will bring it up with her the next time I see her. Good. See that you do. And Schlitzel? David? You're going to have to be better at making up excuses if you're really going to want to make it in the Imperial Navy. Sorry, we all don't get to ride in on coattails. <laughs> yeah. Especially a Claudite, turns yeah, out. Yeah, especially a Claudite. <laughs> walks away. At this point, there's like a day or so that passes. Uh, Plex, Suna comes up to you. Hey, Plex, we should meet um, somewhere private when you have a moment. Okay. You know, borrows down whatever data pad she had going. Um, I think probably very late at night, the two of you go to the fitness center. Because... There's generally no one there after dinner. You turn the lights on and you start bumping some music because it's a good way to drown out conversation. Yeah. Start lifting weights. So there's clanging weights on top of everything. It's a very, very Make it good look normal. Cover. It's like the kind of cover that is a little bit suspicious, but Suna would be this good at figuring out how to have a clandestine conversation <laughs> around music and clanking weights and suplex. Um, good news and bad news. Okay, let's start with the bad news. Someone crift with the footage, and it just loops over the time when the graffiti would have happened. <sighs> Criff. Um, we can't prove that wasn't me. No. The good news, though, we, the footage shows that we have you entering Professor Talon's class before the graffiti happened, and we have footage of you leaving the class after the graffiti was already there. 
it's circumstantial, but we have a little bit of evidence to say that, you know, you weren't unaccounted for in that time. And hopefully Professor, Professor Talon will remember that I didn't leave the class at any point. Well, true. Um, Professor Talon also has a pretty strong record of keeping attendance. So you've got that going for you? Yep. It's just, you know, you get up to use the fresher. No. That's going to be hard to prove, but we've got something. That's that's a good start. The unfortunate thing is I can't just go with that, though. I have to try and bring out whoever the rebel insurgent is. Yeah, that's going to be difficult. You know, I mean, Plex, what if there's no rebels and it's just someone trying to get you in trouble? Well, maybe... Do you have someone who would, like want to get you in trouble in school like I seem like a pretty nice person I don't feel like a lot of people would dislike you Suna Claudite most the academy doesn't like that I'm here right okay um hmm so it really could be anyone huh yeah we gotta do some more investigating I think um did you find anything that could prove that the hollow that they have of you is a hollow shop? If we had the original, I probably could have. The looped footage. I don't know. I can... Okay, I'm gonna let you in on a secret. I brought a droid with me when I came to the academy. You brought a what? A droid. Just a... just... just an astromech. How... how did you sneak that in? Oh, you know, came on the shuttle with me, came off of the shuttle. Nobody really questions droids. I guess that's fair. You'd be surprised at the places you can get an astromech into. Suna, where have you gotten an astromech into? Uh, if I told you, I would have to kill you. I mean, if you don't find the rebel, they might anyway. <laughs> Carabast, you're right. Okay, look, we gotta focus up. Try to... Are you... 100% sure you don't have any inkling of who it could be. I don't know anyone specific. Yeah, that's a problem. Do you... Do you want to try framing Davin? I kind of already did that. Wait, you tried to frame someone? Uh, a little bit of hardship. Plex, I didn't think you had it in you. How very... It, it, it was it was Shul's idea. Okay. That actually, yeah, I don't... Are you sure you can trust her? I mean, as far as I can trust anyone in the institution. Yeah. Look, Plex, we're going to figure out who did this. We're going to bring them to justice in the name of the Emperor. In the, in the name of the Emperor. You didn't seem too enthused by that. I'm very distracted. Suna, I don't think you, you understand the weight on me here. I guess not. I mean, are you dead set on this? Like, if they have the doctored evidence, wouldn't it make more sense to just run away? Find a private sector job? You're smart. People will hire you. I've put too much in at this point. Can't okay. just walk away. 
you might have to if there's no other option. I just want you to be aware. Then when we run out of options, I'll make that choice. Good luck, Plex. Thanks. Oh, Suna? Yeah? I have a favor I have to ask. Absolutely. Anything for you. I need you to distract Davin. Distract Davin? On, on like, a date. Plex. Really? Yeah. They're such a slimo, though. I'm aware. And I will owe you like you don't believe. I can work with that. Is this like a date date or like a academy prom date? An academy prom date. (sighs) You owe me like four or five ones. Yeah. (laughs) Plex is just staring off into middle space, making this arrangement. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Do I have to ask them out? We'll pick a place and I'll have them show up. I better not be expecting a promposal. We cut to... (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) I cut to the parade ground the next day. A couple of the cadets are, you know, like hidden among the various places that one can hide. And you've enlisted the commandant's receptionist who gets on the uh, gets on the column and says, uh, Cadet Lundick, you wanted in you wanted in the parade ground. Cadet Lundick to the parade ground. What's this about? Suna is standing there alone. I had a question for you, David. Oh, well, yes, of course, Suna. Anything. Um, this is weird and it's hard to ask by myself. I it's difficult for me to open up, but oh, I... No, I prom- I, like, please let me finish. Yeah. I can't do this on my own. So I'm going to have to have some other people ask. And then a flash mob happens. <laughs> <laughs> the f***ing worst. <laughs> and then they like... <laughs> basically... <laughs> She's like, well, you, the, the, the end result is a sign. Will you go to Academy Prom with me? Uh, so I had to have uh, a couple of friends help me out. Do you want to go to prom? I mean, I had an inkling that you might, you know, be into me. Um, uh-huh. But, you know, you don't want to make ex- mm-hmm. assumptions or anything. I mean, but I mean, I am. Davin Lundek the third, after all. Um, and what a prestigious name that is. <laughs> Cheers to that. I, oh, gosh. What? She doesn't have anything to cheers with. Uh, well, theoretical cheers to that. If you ever do need calf, they let me into the staff uh, break room. The calf's much better there. Um, oh, goodness. Do you know what? Dress you're wearing. Dress? Oh, I don't mean to make assumptions. I apologize. I was just going to go with dress uniform. And nothing. Pizza- oh, OK. Yes. No, that'll work. But it's, it's, I... it's an academy function. I thought 
everyone went in dress uniform. Well, yes, but you're going to have everyone's attention. Right. It's not a bad idea to... um. Right, I'll be the date of Devon Lundek III. Well, not to mention the most beautiful girl there. Well, okay. Let's work up to that. Fine. Yes. Okay. Um, delightful. Yes. Okay. Do you? I. Mm, yes. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. Sure. Yes. Thank. Thank. Thank you for all of all of this. I'm touched. Really. I was told that proposals were important. Oh. At this academy. And how right you were told. I really, it's just made my day. I'll, I'll Mine see you too. later. Thank you for saying yes. And then she just leaves. <laughs> she, there's a little scene with her and Chopper. Chop, I can't do it anymore. I have to go to prom with them. You're right. Mission first. But prom. Blah, blah. Blah, blah. So, um, let's have a prom scene. Gavin shows up outside Suna's door. Um, they are wearing their dress uniform. Beautiful, pressed. Alongside a, like, full cape that, in theory, only a commander or above should actually be wearing in the Imperial Navy. Um... Do you and, have like an Orson Krennic escape? Oh god, yes. <laughs> Explicitly, Davin is wearing dress whites. Oh, 100%. Which they absolutely should not be wearing. No. And they they also have a tiara, which has been set into their hair. And it's like very angular and like... You know, it's the edge of bleeding fashion on Coruscant. Oh, is is it? It's quite fetching. I thank you. It's it's really just so kind of you to say. Uh, you you look beautiful as well. Thank you. I bought you this corsage. <gasps> it doesn't go with your outfit at all. <laughs> I, I oh goodness thank. Thank you. I, I would, I'll treasure it. Um, I didn't think to get you one. Uh, I'm fine going in dress uniform. Yes. Good. Yes. Well, off to the gymnasium then. <laughs> yeah, off to the gymnasium. Very clearly they like offer their arm. And mm-hmm. are like strutting Suna across campus. Um, the theme for the prom is Enchantment under Nobu. So when you get there, they have been. It's it's one of those like weird. It's a very weird prom because it's in the Imperial Academy and there's a lot of nobility at the Imperial Academy. If you are titled in any way, they do announce you <laughs> because you know. Mm-hmm. You've got to announce the royalty and the nobility. The two of you arrive, and you, uh, you, you approach the person who's doing the announcing. 
Um, and who the two of you are? I, is, is it is it not your job to know that? You generally give me a card, and then I announce who you. Oh. Suna pulls out her card, and it says like, uh, "Lady Suna of Clan Vit." The doorman takes the card. Um, and did you? Yes, of course. Um, I don't know that I'm royalty, though. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I think, like, you think you're incredibly important because... Oh, right. Right. But <clears throat> introducing Lady Suna of Clan Vit of Crownest and her companion. I... Mm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, walk down the s- stairs. Yes. Clearly that announcer they hired. Did they, for- did, did they forget your title? Well, I mean, technically, I'm not. don't have a title. It's just my family's very well regarded. They clearly didn't know who they were dealing with. Huh, I would have thought you'd have a title. Interesting. Well, I I assure you, within the bounds of the Empire, like... I'm like nobility. Truly. Mm-hmm. Like nobility. Lundek, isn't nobility, though, is it? It's a shame. Uh, <sighs> Do you want a drink? Mm, yes, yes. <laughs> Drinks, yes. The, basically, the whole the whole rest of Promenade is spent with her doing little things to to embarrass you. Oh, she's nagging me. <laughs> yeah, she's nagging you hard. <laughs> oh, I love it. Is Plex at prom? Plex, are you at prom? No. Plex is probably taking this chance to do some studying for the finals. Okay, I think she's falling behind. Mm-hmm. I think you get to the library and you go to the reference section and you pull the books that you need to study and everything like that. Books, Jesus. You pull the data pads that you need to study. <laughs> Just like books. Uh, you sit down at your table, like your usual table, just like completely unconsciously. And you look up and realize that Shoal is there. Evening, Shoal. Plex? How have you been? Did you... Oh, I've been perfectly fine. They haven't expelled you yet. No. I have to figure out who did this. Do you have any help? Suna's been giving me a hand at some points, but... Suna? I don't know. It, It could probably be going faster. You don't find that suspicious at all? Of course I do. When this academy offers help. So I've been limiting what I'm giving her. That's why it could be going faster. I shouldn't have underestimated you, Plex, but I'm proud of you. You're making tremendous strides, but... Plex, as someone who is... was your friend, I'm going to tell you a little bit of advice that I was given by... 
Professor Graf. In the Empire, success isn't measured by your friends. Success is measured by how high you're willing to climb. Make sure you don't become a rung on someone else's ladder. She holds up a couple of the data pads. Yeah, that's why I'm here. Instead of there. And she motions towards where the prom's being held. When you say there, at that moment, in the armory, you, like, gesture there. And then an explosion happens. A massive fuel explosion. That, like, shakes the building. There's, like, a little bit of debris that falls down and everything like that in the library. And alarms start blaring. That moment of peace that you had completely shattered. Plex, what, what was that? What was that? Plex, Plex, you didn't. No. Like, dead, dead pan face. No. But I'm you sure someone would want it to look like, yeah. You need to get out of here. Yeah. Do you have a way out? I, I do. She gets up and runs towards where the prom is happening, figuring everyone will be outside watching at, at the explosion. So trying to come up behind the crowd and looking for Suna. I think you pretty readily find Suna towards the back of the crowd with her droid. Plex, was this you? No, this wasn't me, but they're probably going to think it is now. Okay. Do you need to get out? Yes, I need to get out. Can you get me out? <laughs> Follow me. Okay. And I'll make sure you get out. She pulls out a comb. Spectre 5 to Spectre 1. Ready for airlift. Plus one. Kanan comes back over the comms. Plus one? What do you mean plus one? I said plus one, I mean plus one. Get the airlift ready. The two of you run out to parade ground. You are basically rolling stealth to try to escape. Oh, no. Roll a hard stealth. Um, You are helped by the fact that surprise, surprise, surprise. You do have Sabine Wren with you. So is that a blue die? Um, So Sabine has a talent that adds two blue die to all coordination and stealth checks. So add two blue dice. That comes up with three successes and one threat. Uh, Okay, follow me. The three of you take off running. Can I have Davin roll perception? Yes. I believe we established it as two greens and a yellow. Yes. And this will be, uh, what was your two successes and a threat, Aaron? Three successes and a threat. Hard with a blue die. I get a blue die? Mm-hmm. That's the, the threat is manifesting as you getting a blue die on the check here. I mean, you don't have to take it. Okay. One success, four advantages. Devin, you definitely noticed that Plex just ran off with your date after an explosion. That son of a bantha. Let's see who's stealing whose date. I go pursuing, being very cautious about my cape. I don't want it to get like, you know, dirt on it. Yes, there's like full fledged stormtroopers running around and everything like that. It's like a fairly stealthy process to follow them along. But uh, you make it to the gate. Okay, Plex, you have two choices. 
come with me, join the rebellion, bring down the empire, or at least give some people some hope and keep fighting whatever the hell this is. Wait, Suna, you're a rebel? Uh, yeah, uh, my name's Sabine Wren, and I'm with the Spectres. Uh, Plex's like, jaw just drops, <laughs> realizing everything that just happened. I'm sorry for having to lie to you, but you have an opportunity to get out now. I, I You're a good needed... person, Plex. This isn't right for you. You're the one I was looking for. You're the one who set me up? Uh, no. No, I'm not the one who set you up. I erased the tape. I looped the tape. Someone what? else sent the hollow with you in it to the Commandant. You destroyed the evidence I needed. I had to. Plex, this academy is responsible for a lot of brutality. If you saw the things that I saw out there, look, it's not my choice to make. Last chance. Otherwise, I'm getting out of here. No, I could have been killed in there because of you. You're alive here now. But I know it's a no. Good luck, Plex. Yeah. You're, you're gonna need it. Plex Schlitzel, you bastard. You really think you can get away with stealing my date? You think I wouldn't notice? David. David, your Plex. date is a rebel. Okay, thanks for that, Plex. What? She turns around and pulls out her blasters and stuns David. Okay, thanks for that, Plex. And then she pulls out a bag that she'd hidden with her jetpack and jets up to an awaiting ship along with Chopper. Good luck with the Empire. Do I have any kind of communication? To the base? Or to, to her? No, not to her, like, calling security? Yeah, I think you can you can get on comms and report that the bomber is escaping and you're in pursuit and then just, you know, start shooting at her as she tries to fly away. Yeah. Okay, roll a ranged light. Okay. This will be um, average. One advantage. Okay, I think what happens is you hit the jetpack. It's made out of Beskar, and the blaster just pings off of it because it's Beskar. Mm-hmm. And that happens a couple of times. She's got, like, Beskar callings. Pew, pew, pew. Doing a Wonder Woman. She gets into the ship, and she's helped in by a dude with a goatee and brown hair. It's tied back in a ponytail. He's got a pretty Roman-looking nose. It's it's Kanan. It's just it's it's Kanan. <laughs> Kanan comes and grabs her and Chopper. They take off into the atmosphere, and then distantly you see a quick jump to light speed. A stormtrooper comes up to you. Quick, Kanan, where did they go? They got into a ship and hit Atmo, then light speed, I think. Did you try to stop them? I hold up the blaster. It didn't do anything. Good work, Cadet. We lost a lot of men today, but it's good to know that the Empire has backup. Thank you. David starts to stir, I think, like, a couple minutes later. Plex, do you help David at all? Sorry, do you help Devin at all? <sighs> Probably should. 
Criff, what just happened? You. You took a stun shot and couldn't keep your feet. From your friend. From your date. It's not my fault you couldn't tell what she was. Well, fine. At least I had a date. It's now a couple of days later and things have calmed down at the base a little bit. Um, it seems like there, the casualties are minimal. But there's a lot of infrastructural damage and a lot of the ammo deposits that supplied this area of space have been destroyed. It's very clear at this point that this was rebel activity. There's video evidence of Plex shooting at the rebels as they tried to escape. Plex, you find yourself in the Commandant's office. We had a deal, Schlitzel. Yes, sir? I'm afraid you didn't deliver on that deal. Because the rebel got away in a ship. I can't pursue a physical ship. Regardless, it doesn't look good. You were seen associating many times with Sunavit. Yes, she was my primary suspect. I unfortunately didn't get evidence sooner. Schlitzel, I also saw that you fired shots on her. Yes, the blaster was ineffective against whatever she was wearing. (laughs) You would have learned about it next year. Unfortunately for you, the door opens. Excuse me, we are... (gasps) Grand Inquisitor. Commandant? You have a student here. I... Yes, Grand Inquisitor. Um, a former student, as it were. They were found aiding and abetting rebel activities. I beg your pardon. Rebels, you say. Tell me, cadet, are you sympathetic to the rebel cause? I am not, sir. Your cadet tells the truth. We have evidence that they spent time together. That they were close. Inquisitor, permission to speak on my own behalf. You ask for my permission. I'm about to be expelled. I'm not looking for the Commandant's permission at this time. As far as I'm aware, you're just a regular citizen of the Empire. You've no need to respect military protocol. Does she, Commandant? She does not. So you may speak. Thank you. Yes, I was seen with the rebel because I was put in charge of finding my own innocence in a case of obviously doctored footage that this school could not find the time or resources for. Of course, I had to be around a rebel to make sure that they were. Commandant. Yes, Grand Inquisitor. Do you typically keep your academy such that rebels infiltrate? No, Grand Inquisitor. This would be the first time. See to it that it's the last. Yes, Grand Inquisitor. Or I shall. Uh, Of course. Cadet. Yes, Inquisitor. 
find yourself a job. The Empire has need of you, but not in the military. Yes, sir. You're dismissed. No salute or proper procedure, I think, just walks out. <laughs> now, Commandant, we must have a conversation. And as you walk down the hall, you hear like a vague scream. I think this is probably a good point for us to do our breakfast club wrap up. <laughs> um, so after leaving the academy, Plex starts looking for a job. Um, about a month after you've left the academy, you've you're taking odd jobs here and there, picking up money for survival and things like that. So Plex. You are now a couple of months into your latest job at Lothal Bulk Cargo. This job is miserable for multiple reasons, not the least of which is your allergy to loath cats. This whole planet is like an allergy bomb to you. But the worst part is the customers. One day while you're working, two customers come into the shop. Um, excuse me? This clearly states. This was supposed to arrive here yesterday, and yet now I'm being told that it's delayed, but I paid for two-day shipping. This, I demand a full refund, um, and I need you to do that really fast, because I gotta get home. Excuse me, ma'am, uh, I think my loath cat is defective. Um, it didn't come with the free, uh... Excuse, no, I, I am talking... You can I'm wait sorry, your turn. You're talking. You're talking. I have a loath cat that doesn't have a watering bowl. It didn't come with a lo a watering bowl. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. <sighs> Reaches underneath the desk. Here's your water bowl. Sorry about that, uh, ma'am. The guarantee is anywhere from two to four days if you read the fine print. Excuse me, miss. I specified in my order that I wanted a blue watering bowl. This is a red one. It is going to clash with my furniture. I'm sorry we're all out of blue watering bowls. Yeah. I said I wanted red. They're all out of blue watering bowls. I know. I, would, I don't care about the blue. I want red. Ma'am, you have a red watering bowl. This is actually... A dark maroon. <laughs> you advertise it as two-day shipping. I don't care about the fine print. You can't call it that if it's not going to arrive in two days. I want to speak to your manager. No, I've had enough of this. I've had enough of your disrespect. I want to speak to your manager. I think there's something wrong with my loath cat. It, it's making these weird noises. It, it needs water. Just go fill up the water bowl. Um, do you have a water tap that I can use? Uh, I think there's one outside. <laughs> oh my Why God, isn't there like... one inside like any normal building would? <sighs> building restrictions. For Criff's sake, just go to the fresher. The there's fresher needs a key. Can I have the key, please? <sighs> you cannot just... have the key because the fresher is currently in use. By whom? I demand you to speak to your manager. I want to know who is in that fresher and why I can't go fill up my Loathcat's water bowl. 
Because the manager's in there. Well, get them out of there so I can talk to them about the fresher being occupied. I, I don't think that would be a very smart move, ma'am. Well, it seems like she doesn't want our future business at all. I'm taking my business to the next door. Maybe they'll have a fresher that doesn't have a key or isn't occupied. Yeah. Lothal Express Cargo Express is known for their quality service. Well, we're sorry to lose you as customers. Have a good day. I won't. Thank you very much. I'm having that works too. the worst day. Also no thanks good. thanks to you. You meet someone who appears to you in a slightly different uniform than you would expect from someone from the Empire. They appear to you in a uniform that Plex now would definitely recognize. Plex Lutzel. Yep, that's me. I have an interesting job opportunity for you if you'd like one. Sure. What are you offering? Fairly standard corporate compensation package. How do you feel about... TIE Fighters. Over the end credits, we get like little still frames of everyone. Um, I see a still frame of Sabine that says Sabine Wren went on to win the Darksaber and save Mandalore for a little while. Sholavat went on to serve with distinction in the Empire until the Battle of until the Battle of Endor, whereupon she took a job with Kuat. Shoal. Dordal Trigg <laughs> went on to become a stormtrooper with the 501st stationed on Tatooine. Beryl Gladys did not graduate. David Lundek III went on to serve with less distinction on an Interdictor-class Star Destroyer. Whenever they could, they would brag about how many rebel ships they caught in their gravity well. It remains unclear if this was due to their ego or actual gravity well technology. Space Dumpster was played by Erica Belsass, who can be found on Twitter at Belsass or on twitch.tv slash Belsass. That's B-E-L-S-A-A-S. Plex Slutzel was played by Erin Cotter, who can be found on Twitter at Adorabold or on our other podcast, Marking Out With My Girlfriend. Kiel Krennic was played by Emma Hislop, who can be found on Twitter at Nocturne Musings and making Kat and Kira suffer through movies on Unsound Theories. Darkside Campaign is jammed by me, Kathleen Bader. You can find my tweets at CatSelesnia, or you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Chicks with Dice is a Sosa's Media production. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love. By recommending the show to a friend, you not only help us grow our community, you also get to share the hijinks with the people who matter to you most. You can also help us create this show and others like it by supporting us on Patreon. You'll gain access to exclusive content like early releases of episodes, side quest adventures, and much more. To become a supporter, visit patreon.com slash sosasmedia. All music on this episode was created by Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com for more. The Star Wars RPG played in this podcast is the property of Lucas Books. 
It was made by an incredible team of devoted designers who were fired by the private equity firm that owns Fantasy Flight Games. Until next time, stay wizard! Meow! Hey, a meow in here! <laughs> hey, what a pain, gabagool! Change my litter box! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I'm washing myself over here. <laughs>